that what they do, BJ? No, nah, but I was hella racist. As a pure go. red <laughs> Pekingese, is that no, what they no, we say? Don't. <laughs> no, we don't. I, I am gone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I get my mozzarella in Okay, I guess I'm drunk. I guess it's, it's drunk time. It takes me away because I gotta go. Because it's winter. Oh! Welcome to Drunk Shakes Podcast. We're here to talk about. We're talking about. Welcome to Drunk Shakes Podcast. <laughs> you guys want to talk about Merchant yes, of Venice? Yes, let's talk about Merchant of Venice. Cut this whole part out. Um, shall we? Let's talk about yes, what we're eating and drinking. What are our snack and drink choices? Yes. Okay. So for the Merchant of Venice, we are drinking wine. Um, one's called Prophecy. It's a red blend from up fifteen. Look, it's great. And pretty. then we also have had we ate them, we ate them already. Potato <laughs> latkes because of the strong Jewish references in the play, and potato latkes are a strong um, meal. Yeah. So I uh I have some I have some I have some matzo ball soup coming at some point when the doorbell rings from Cozy Soup and Burger. Ooh. Shout out, great uh great twenty four hour diner in uh New York City. Love their matzo ball soup. And also, I actually didn't do this on purpose. This just happened to be the cheap wine I had in my fridge. Um, but I am drinking uh some Venetian Moon. For the Merchant of Venice. Ooh. Smart. Do that we are adding to the anti-Semitic nature I do. of the play by snacking on foods that are traditionally eaten by the Jewish folk. <laughs> Counterpoint. Matzo ball soup is delicious. Anyone can have a matzo ball soup. <laughs> um, that's what I'm saying. Anyone can have a matzo ball soup. But... With our intention, which is poor, do you what? think we are? Do you think? Well, we have good intention, but we are getting the things with the idea. This is because Jewish people eat them. <laughs> I mean, is, it is, is leaning in. Are, is what you're saying? Are we appropriating their culture? See, mm. that's what you're saying. I I disagree. I disagree. I do think it. that there is a difference between appreciation and appropriation. Like a- because appropriation is when you pretend, when you when you ignore the roots of a culture, is appropriation. We're just having a Jewish-themed snack. I gotta. So, the play... It is. What do you want? Is real. We're not making fun of Jewish people. We're not exploiting Jewish people. No, we're not. We're not exploiting. We're if not anything, we're giving money towards their... But when you but when you eat when you eat ladkas, you you understand that like ladkas is traditionally has associations with the Jewish culture traditionally. But you you eat ladkas because you like Mm -hmm. ladkas because they are delicious. Which sidebar potato ladkas are delicious. They are delicious. Um, VJ, are you eating from a Jewish restaurant? It is a it is a Jewish diner, yes. Your mom's it is a Jewish diner. It's a Jewish diner. So there we go. And it is and it is delicious. Yes, I do think we're leaning into it. I think we I think we are leaning into it. I just don't think that that as long as we lean into it with correctly, I don't think that's a bad thing. Like this show has a lot of, like has a lot of place in terms of the world of anti-semitism like shylock is a character that people talk about in a lot of different ways um because some people think he's the villain especially at the time because Mm -hmm. there there wasn't a word for it yet but the elizabethan era was super anti-semitic they not like jewish people and now people see it a lot as a lot more sympathetic so i don't think it's i don't think it's bad to not run away from the fact that there is a lot there's there's a lot to be said about what the jewish representation is in this play like that's that is real. It's not it's not wrong. Yeah. I think it's weirder to pretend it's not there. I also don't know what other snacks we would pick. <laughs> what other food do you pick? Uh, I could have gotten meat from a merchant. Venison. Venetian. Venison. Ham. 
Venetian. Venetian wine. wine was that I, the choice that I definitely did not make because I made chicken piccata with this wine a couple of days ago. A Vienna sausage. <laughs> Vienna sausage. That would have been good. Vienna and but, Venice are different places. I know. I said it immediately. Went. That's wrong. It's wrong. But I had to say it's it. Okay. But so it's uh, the Gannon Venetian. There's sausage. a D. No, they're in different countries. And an I and an E. And an A. Venice. There's not an A in Venice. Venice. Hold on, if you go, if you go you Venice, Venice. No, it does not. It's if Venice. It, Alright, Becky, what's this play about? Oh, wait, mm. isn't it? Oh, Keaton, shit. what's this play about? Good question. Keaton. I don't know why you took my Keaton Grant. The only person who has read this play before today. <laughs> oh, yes, Keaton. Uh, we, can we... Uh... What is this play about? Yeah. Canopsis. Actually, Keaton, even though I just gave you shit for your Mario accent, I do want to tell you something. It is actually Venezia in Italian, so there is an A. Bow, bow, <laughs> I didn't want to admit it because Venezia. the accent was so bad, but like you are actually not wrong. Oh hey, my god! No, it's still not Vienna. It's still not Vienna. Vienna and Venice, Venice are Venezia. still different places, but you did match one more letter. Yeah, so you can eat my one Congratulations. more. Congratulations! Your one more what? Welcome to Drunk Take Podcast. <laughs> Brought to you by Venezia. All right, Keaton, tell me about this play. Good Brought to you by Venezia. Question. What is this play about? They say this play is about one man's strife, but they say that that man is a villain in this play. They say this play takes place in Venice. <laughs> They say mostly this place takes place elsewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they say that Shylock is a bad man. Some people do say that. They say they that is say, what they say, but they don't know. They don't know <laughs> that he's a good man. <laughs> they say that you have to give up a part of your body if you lose this bet. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is they that real? Say, it is the equivalent to money. See? In this scenario. Sure. A, a pound, if I'm not mistaken, it is a pound. It is a pound of flesh. Of flesh. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's all there for you. This play has layers. This play hits you in the heart. It this does play a bit. hits you in the gut. This play scares you a little bit because you're like, whoa, are you really going to take a pound of flesh from my guy? You are. You really are. This place takes you everywhere. That's what this place is about. Go ahead, Becky. Tell oh me. Oh my gosh, I feel like there's only a couple of places that I need to like fill you in on. No, it's a lie. We're gonna start at the beginning. <laughs> but you did very well. I can tell that you've read this play before. I've read this play before. All right, let's talk about before, it. Twice, maybe. Twice. Twice, maybe. That is one. No, two times more than I've read. Right, it. you've read it once. Kind of. Today. <laughs> I read it. Twice. I would say 0. 0.5 times. Many so four ago. times as many times as I've read it. Fortnite's in the past. <laughs> oh, Fortnite. Uh, welcome to Drunk Shakes, brought to you by Fortnite Brewing wow, Company. Oh, I wish. Please sponsor us. Your beers are delicious. Okay, here we go. So Antonio, my friend. I knew he was in this play. He's in so many plays. Antonio's in so many. Is he the same one in all the plays? There's a theory that Ooh. yes, Antonio. How'd you oh my god! That? Is this like the theory that that Walter White goes into witness protection and becomes Hank from Malcolm in the Middle? Like that they're all the same. <gasps> it's the same theory that uh, the black guy from Harry Potter grows up, yes. leaves the Wizard of Waverly Place, nope, no. Hogwarts Academy, and turns up. And works for Viola Davis for How to Get Away with yes. Murder. It's Wait, the same is that, is that it actually is the same, the same person? He's also very is West Dean Thomas. It is the it same is, person. It is West no. Dean Thomas. Yes. He, he's yeah. Thomas. Yes, I would like to add Dean that I've Thomas. never he's seen How to Get Away with Murder. I just know I've only seen the pilot. Yeah, it's the same. But I know this. Yeah, a it's the same person. He goes to college there, so he leaves the high school of magic and is like, "Let me go be a lawyer. I got nothing else to do with my life. I don't know what else." Except for his mom is. I need to watch more of it. Of how to do it with murder? I'm only watching. We can talk about it later. Let's talk about Merchant of Venice. 
How to get away with merchant. <laughs> Antonio is a merchant. Guess Venice. where? Venice. I got it. In Venice. Vienna. Oh. Vienna. Nope, it's in Venice. All right, cool. So, beginning of the play, Antonio's walking with a couple of his friends. His friends, excuse me, Italian, is Italian friends, including DJ. Uh, his friends' names are Salarino and Salonio. You want to try a little harder? Salarino? Salonio. It's probably just Salarino so, and Salarino. Salarino. Salarino and Salonino. Uh, he's talking with them about how he's just been really sad recently. He's sad. Uh, they're talking about how Antonio's been, uh, melancholy or sad for a bit. So, they're, like, going back and forth. They're, like, joking about it a little bit. Oh, words. Um, uh, Antonio denies that it's anything about being worried about his ships because he has multiple ships that are currently going with a lot of his stuff who knows what he's selling he's a merchant uh to a bunch of different places he's like no i'm not worried about like my ships or anything and i'm not in love i don't know why i'm sad i'm just sad they're like you're always sad um so then bassanio lorenzo and Gra yep gratiano graziano graziano uh approach Enjoying the conversation about how sad he is. Uh, Gratanio. Gratiano? Gratanio? Grat nope. Spell it's the word. G-R-A-T-I-A-N-O. Gratiano. You have to say all of them. Gratanio. Gratiano. Uh, jokes with Antonio about him being sad, stating that he, uh, stating that he, Gratani, Gratiano, Gratiano, uh, doesn't have moods. He doesn't have moods. So he claims he doesn't have moods because he just plays the fool. Oh, That's what he says. He plays the fool. And, and then Lorenzo is like, and then Lorenzo is like, oh, you do that. You play the fool far too often. He's an idiot. Oh, got him. Got him. Got gotcha. you, bitch. Got him. So then uh, everybody leaves Bassanio and Antonio because they're really close friends. And they all go, we're going to meet up for dinner later, right? Great. Cool. That'll come up again later. Uh-oh. <clears throat> so Antonio asks Bassanio about his relationship because he was like, you used to date this, you used to like be courting this girl up in, mm. Bel up in Belmont. Yeah, but how that, how's that going? How, how is it? And he's like, uh, well, I really love Portia. She's really great, but she has a ton of Portia. Okay, so Portia uh, and Bassanio are have like courted a while back and so Antonio's asking about it and he's like how's it going and he's like you know I really really enjoyed her I really like her I could love her but she's got a lot of suitors and like I have to go back to Belmont and I don't have any money so then Antonio's like yo dude I don't have any money but I do have my good name all my money is currently all wrapped up in these ships that are going here and there so ships. like I can't really give you money, but if you go and get someone to give you a loan off of my good name, I'm cool oh, for the money. Oh my God. Yep, I'm cool for the me. money. It's no big deal. I'm cool for it. So uh, Bassanio's like, what? That's fucking badass. So then he goes to do the things. Now we go to Belmont. We meet Portia. Portia. Portia's talking to Nerissa, her BFF, about how... Uh, fucked up her dad was her dad's passed away and pretty much her dad set this whole thing up where in order for her to get married she can't pick the person the way it works is she has to date everyone who wants to date her until she gets married and any man can open one of three chests if they pick the correct chest they will marry Portia if they pick the wrong chest then they can no longer be a suitor to anyone else. Meaning they can't date a single other person. They are dunzos. I have a question. Ask a question. BJ. Yes. If you were dating a man yes. and he said, hey, real quick, I like where this is going. Like I want to sort of be with you forever. Mm -hmm. But in order for you to be with me, my my like dad has this thing where you have to pick, pick a chest. <laughs> and you're like, 
this is your dream, like this is your guy who you'd like be like, you know what? I will be with you in marriage. I will forego all of my beliefs about marriage because you are worth it. And he said, pick a chest. <laughs> Would you then go, I will pick a chest. You'd be like, what the fuck do you I, mean? Well, first of all, I would be like, please elaborate what you mean by pick a chest. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, well, here are these chests. One has... No, they, she doesn't. She can't talk to them about what's in the chest because they have oh, to pick the right chest. I can't tell you what's in the chest. Would can't you tell pick you what's in the chest? Oh. Can't tell if you what's in the said, chest. But if you pick the right one, we'll be together forever. If you pick the yeah, wrong pick, one, you gotta go. You can't date anyone ever again. Oh, no, no, tender, no. no sex. See, there we no go. Nothing. That's that's the other part. Without the sec, that last part. If it was just pick a chest, and if you pick the right no one, sec. we're together. And if you pick the wrong one, we have to break up. Not gonna lie, I'd probably do it just for shits and gigs. Do it for the story. Um, why not? Be- Facts why not? Juice. But just but I'm just sorry. There is no DJ actually definitely would do that. I could see one hundred percent. That sounds like a good story. 100%. Be like, I don't understand okay. this. This sounds a little weird. But you know what? I kind of want to see where this goes. But if you tell me if I pick the wrong chest, you are somehow gonna stop me from like ever having sex with any other man again for the rest of my life and also we're not getting married no no i'm just gonna leave no no sorry but here's the thing to me that kind of puts it back in perspective how are you gonna keep me from having sex for the rest of my life that's the thing i don't know but i also don't know what's in the chest maybe it's fucking witchcraft i don't know what's in that chest they're being real cagey about that (laughs) shit what if this is like the box where you open the box and people die you don't know. Ooh. You don't know. <laughs> the box, great cinematic. I don't know if it was great cinematic. Great cinematic. I think I watched it. I don't even remember. Cameron Diaz. I personally don't care. Uh, how are you going to do it? I like the challenge of you telling me that I can't do fuck all if I get the wrong one, but if I get the right one, we get married. I'd fucking do it. Because one, I like the game. Exactly. What do we all what do? You, what do you mean? This is what's at stake. Ugh, okay, you know what? I don't have sex anymore, but I I win the game if I get it right. Okay, right, we're putting it in terms of sex, but we're also we also need to put it in terms of if you met a girl, Keaton, and you really, really, really liked her, but you had picked that chest, yeah, ain't nothing happening. But if I met that girl and I really, really liked her, and I told her the story, I feel like she would understand because she would know me. She ain't like, having sex for the rest of her life either? No, she can have sex, probably, but she just knows that I can't because, listen, I played this game. I lost. That's sad. I lost. Like I lost. That sounds I'm like sorry. a folk story. <laughs> uh, I I would not. I would I not. I, I don't. I don't. I I, do. If it were Augustus, and before we got married, Augustus was like, hey, yo, though, here's a situation we got to get through. Uh, so, wait, here are those these chests. Three. You must pick one. What if? <laughs> oh my God! Trey said, "Augustus, do you want to say your vows?" And he said, "Actually, bring it in." And just <laughs> walked in. Like, and then all you saw was in on a golden, on a golden like, cart. Take the right chest, and you're like, "I'm sorry, what? My, what hey, my people are down here. that skinny ass aisle we had. Can barely fit down that bitch." And down rolls a golden cart with like three chests, and it's like these chests must pick from one. If not, you let's talk about the chests. We can't get married anymore. I would have been like, we can't get married anymore. And And he would, and then he would have been like, ever again. And you can never have sex with anybody ever again. And I would have said, not even you. And he would have said, not even me. And I would have said. Fuck that shit. Let's just date for the rest of our lives. That's just a good sound. You know, it's a Turn good it sound. around. That's Turning this sound. into a party. It's a birthday party. It's only a couple weeks after my birthday. Let's go. In Beltmont, Portia is talking to her girl, Narissa, about the chest situation. Her dad is making her have all of her suitors pick from the three chests. The three chests are gold, silver, and lead. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are in an Indiana Jones... Uh... Whole holy grail situation. Lead, silver, gold. What do you pick? Do you pick the carpenter's cup? Do you pick the other cup? What do you pick? Who fucking knows? Anyway, so Portia's real pissed about this whole situation. She hasn't liked any of the guys who have come to court her, but it doesn't matter that she doesn't like them because all of them have foregone the situation. They hear like, oh, you gotta open some chests? 
fuck that shit. No thank you. And they always bounce. And so she's like, none of them are worth it. It's super stupid. And then the Prince of Morocco arrives. And literally that scene ends. Like, we don't meet the Prince of Morocco. They're just like, the Prince of Morocco's here. You'll find out more about him soon. Cliffhangers, man. Now we meet Shylock. Shylock is a Jewish man who is a lender of monies. Shylock is uh, talking to Bassanio because Bassanio has come to him to try to seek the loan that he needs uh, for him to go to Belmont to see Portia again. Uh, Shylock is reluctant to give him the loan because he's worried about Antonio's ships, is what he says originally. Antonio arrives and is talking to Bassanio, and Shylock has an aside that goes a little something like this in Becky Tuck. I hate this motherfucker. This guy's a piece of fucking shit. This guy once spat on me and called me a dog in public. He's a piece of shit. I fucking hate him. I hate him because he's Christian. I also hate him because he also lends money to people but with no interest. And I, Shylock, as a person, charge interest because that's how I make my living. So he's taken a couple of things from him, obviously, uh, some work things, and he's upset by that. So that's a thing. He hates them. Uh, So uh, Shylock then agrees to give Antonio the loan and then openly says, and then Antonio openly says, you know, I really don't ever get money or give money to people who charge interest it's kind of like a fucked up thing to do to people but i'm gonna do it this time because bassanio needs it we'll get there there's still some more weird shit with bassanio and antonio it does kind of feel like a like a it used to be a sexual relationship type thing there's really no there's really no reason for them to be so close, in my opinion, but we'll get there. We'll get there. You'll see more stuff than Antonio does. <laughs> He's like, the only reason I'm doing this is because Bassanio needs the money so bad and all of my Bassanio's money's tied up, so I'm breaking my rule. So Shylock asks Antonio if they're friends. And mm. if, because he normally does his stuff with Liz, his, you know back and forth of money with friends. Uh-huh. And Antonio's like, no, we're not friends. If you want to consider this like enemies uh, sharing money, that's what I would consider it more of. And, it really just sounds uh, like Antonio says, I don't, why would you do these things? Why not just say well, yes? Well, he's just trying to be it. honest, I, I think. I think in Antonio's mind, he's just trying to be honest, but he's also being super Super fucked up. And so Shylock says to Antonio, you know, I would really like for us to be friends. So why don't we set it up this way? I will give you and Bassanio the money for Bassanio to go to Belmont. I will not charge you interest. However, if in three months time you haven't paid back the bond, I'm going to take a pound of flesh from you. It's no big deal. It's just like a joke. Like, we're just setting this up as a joke. I know you're going to, you're a merchant of Venice. Like, I know you're going to pay it back. I just, you know, think it would be a fun, you know, thing to do. And Antonio's like, whatever, that's fine. I have so much money, like, in life. It's just not here right now. Like, I'll go ahead and I'll agree to that. So they agree on those terms. I would never agree. They agree on the terms that you're going to take a pound of flesh from me if I'm a day late. No. Also, isn't I'm just trying to be honest what all racists say before they say something super racist? Absolutely. I will agree with you on that. That is what they say. He never says I'm just trying to be. I don't. That's true. I'm not trying to be racist, but that's what I'm just really honest. Yeah, there it is. I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just a really honest person. Negroes. You know what I mean? (laughs) So yeah, so they agree to that whole situation. Now we go back to Belmont. Belmont. And in Belmont, the Prince of Morocco is wooing Portia. Portia's like, this is pretty cool. He's black. He's cute. He's suave. 
and she, he's and he talks to her about his dark skin and she's like that's not a problem with me like if my dad wasn't dead i would still date you you're a real cool dude and then he's like uh she warns him about the whole chest situation she's like you're gonna have to open one of these chests it's a thing and he's like totally down he's like let's do it right now and she's like why don't we go to dinner first let's have a nice tour let's like like get to know each other a little bit first and then (laughs) we'll see you later if you're gonna be alone forever not a big deal it's gonna be fine so then we go (laughs) back to venice and we're in venice and we're talking servants y'all how many servants one servant uh at this point so there's a servant his name is lancelot gobbo his name is lancelot who knows his name is Lancelot. His Why name is Lancelot Gobbo. His name is Gobbo. 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 I always think about a Gobo like a lighting Gobo. Mm, I thought you said adobo like this. Oh, I love adobo. Nope. So Gobbo is uh, considering leaving Shylock as his servant. He is Shylock's servant. Um, he's talking about it. He's like, you know... Uh, I'm just not sure he's not, he's like, he's like talking about it to himself. He's like, you know, I, he's, he's a nice dude and all, but like, he's kind of fucked up. Like I kind of want to leave his service. And then his father comes in and I'm only talking about this part cause it's hilarious. His father is blind as a bat and his father hasn't seen him in years. And he's just trying to find Gabo. He's trying to find, uh, he's trying to find, um, Shylock's house so that he can see his son and <laughs> Gabo tricks him into thinking he's somebody else first and it's like ha blind old man <laughs> and, and so they like go back and forth and then he finally is like no I'm your son it's me and then they share a moment so then oh, uh, Bassanio enters with his posse bunch Bassanio of boys people, that's right. bunch of people and he starts talking about the dinner that night and how it's now become a big old party they're gonna party it up they decided to have a match a mask I, I call it a mask because it's a masquerade ball that's generally masquerade. what it is it's Not a masquerade, masquerade they decide that they're gonna have a masquerade, masquerade ball whole so complete good. Shakespeare bullshit just like Romeo and Juliet masquerade ball uh, have you ever been to a masquerade ball no not once not once have I been to a masquerade uh, I don't think so I've been to a costume party I mean unless sleep no more counts <laughs> Does sleep no more You're count? in a mask. No. And there's a party. The, if you had a, if you were at a party at Sleep No More, Ooh, that counts. That like, oh, I, I was. Like, I, I was, was at, at one of those. I was so at yes, the the bar party after it. It was a, for a birthday party. Like the new like the new year party? like Or like a, just a party? Oh, it was just a party. But we had our masks on. So technically, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Technically, that's a masquerade. So they What is the difference between a masquerade and a costume party? Is it a mask? A masquerade means everyone has to be wearing a mask. Yeah. A costume party means you can show up as a as Barbie. You could be a butterfly. You could be a slutty cop or a slutty mouse or a a slutty nurse or a slutty bunny or a slutty. Uh, what else is slutty? You can be pumpkin. Slutty pumpkin. Slutty pumpkin. Shout out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shakespeare Podcast. Slutty Avocado. Nope. Podcast. What is this podcast called? Welcome to Drunk Shakes. This episode is sponsored by Slutty Costumes. Hey. You can be a slutty anything. You can be a slutty, be slutty hummus. You can be slutty hummus. Slutty football player. That's a great you can be costume. A slutty water bottle. You can be anything. Welcome to the Slutty Costumes Podcast. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, Bassanio. Enters with his posse. They decide they're going to have a masquerade. Uh, Gabo is like, hey, Bassanio, you seem like a really positive and nice person. Can I be your servant? And Bassanio's like, hell yeah, bitch. The more the merrier. Get over here. So Gabo decides to leave Shylock for Bassanio. Shit, yes, he does. He does. Shit, he does. He does. Shit, he does. And this is just another fucking thing where we see that people are just hate this poor Jewish man. I feel like he's a poor, poor Jewish man. He's a very um, rich Jewish man. We can talk about that. He is a very rich Jewish man. That's true. Uh, which is also really fucked up. But anyway. Um, that he's rich? That Shakespeare creates this character that I kind mm. of think 
is meant to be the villain who is this like money hungry Jewish old man who it's like he's just a fucking Jewish guy. He's just a Jewish dude. Like he's just doing what he's got to do to survive, dude. Just like everybody else. He's just a guy who just happens to be labeled as Jewish. He could have been a regular guy. Exactly. But no, it was like specifically that he he is is Jewish. Jewish. Um, Exactly. So how do I say his name again? Gratiano? Graziano. 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 That's how it's spelled. Graziano. Oh, Graziano. Graziano finds Bassanio uh, with his posse and is like, hey, dude, we need to get to Belmont, like, right now. Bassanio is like, chill, Holmes. Everything's fine. We're going to have this masquerade ball tonight. Tomorrow we'll go to Belmont. Cool. And Graziano's like, Okay, cool. That sounds yeah. like a good party. That sounds good. So now we go to Shylock's house. Bum bum bum. We meet Jessica. Jessica's Shylock's Jessica, daughter. Oh. Jessica's Shylock's daughter. The daughter. And uh, she is talking to Gabo about how upset she is Gabo. because he's a funny dude. My he's bro. a funny dude, and he's decided to leave his servitude to go to Bassiano instead of staying with Shylock. So she's real like, dude. that fucking sucks. You were real fucking cool. But like, it is what it is. Here, please take this letter to Lorenzo. Lorenzo is her like kind of boyfriend who her dad doesn't know about so then she tells all of us but not gabo her plan which is to in an aside to leave her father go elope with lorenzo and then to completely renounce her name and her judaism which is really gonna piss her dad off really really bad yeah Exactly. So now we go back to all the dudes talking about the party and how things aren't ready. We are not ready because we decided this afternoon that we're going to make it a masquerade ball. Nobody was talking about it. Uh, So then they all talk about how they need page boys to hold torches so that they can see all of the pretty ladies. So there's light at the party. Now what is a page boy? A page boy is a young boy who is kind of like a... It's like a servant. It's a servant to an older man. Mm. Gabo comes up and is like, oh, a big group of dudes. There's Lorenzo. Hey, Lorenzo, here's this letter. So then Lorenzo reads the letter and says to Gabo, go back to Jess. Tell her, it's home, bitch. We gon' leave. We gon' lope. It sounds good. So then she he tells uh, Graziano, who now they're the only two left, about the whole situation. He says, Jess is going to dress up as a page boy. She's going to come with me to this party. Then after this party, I'm going to take that bitch. We going to go get eloped. She's going to bring me a chest full of jewels and money from her dad as our dowry. And we're going to peace out of this bitch. Graziano's like, cool. And Lorenzo's like, I'm fucking stoked. It's going to be some awesome shit. That's what happens. It's a bad idea. It's a really bad been, idea. I would have been the one back like, I don't think that's good. <laughs> you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You come with me? I mean, I'll join you. I'm just going to say out loud, this is Graziano is like, I'm down. get it. Who cares? Sure. Like, I'm down to see this downfall, but like, it's bad. <laughs> so, Gabo goes back to Shylock's house. Uh, <laughs> Shylock... Uh, starts going on and on about how he doesn't want to go to what he believes is the dinner party still. He doesn't realize it's become a mask. Then when Gabo's like, oh, by the way, it's going to be a masquerade, he's like, fucking A. I fucking hate masquerades. These Christians, they're fucking masquerades. They're always doing fucking masquerades. During this whole rant that he has, uh, Gabo goes over to Jess and is like, hey, yo, girl, Lorenzo says, it's on. And she's like, oh, shit, it's on. And he's like, oh, yeah, it is. And so is now late to come pick up Jessica dressed in her page boy outfit. He finally arrives. And then she's all, I don't know if I'm cool with this plan. Like, I don't look like a page boy. Like, this is not going to work out. And he convinces her that everything is fine. And then she throws him a chest of money and jewels. 
because that's all women were really for back then. Um, and then she's uh, like, okay, uh, I'll go lock the door and get more cash, and then I'll be on my way to you and everything like that. So uh, everybody leaves. It's, it keeps yeah. getting worse. It does keep getting worse. It's a bad idea. It all just sounds like poor planning. We'll see how it works out. It, it is poor planning, to be honest. So then Antonio comes in uh, and... Gr- and <laughs> yeah. Gratiano is the only one who's left there. Um, and he's like, Gratiano, we do have to leave for the Belmont right now. Like, if you guys are going to Belmont, you have to go tonight because otherwise you're not going to make it there. And so Gratiano's like... Bitch, I wanted to leave anyway. That's perfect. So then he goes to find Bassiano. A lot of Ianos. Italians. So now, once again, we go yes. back to Portia and Morocco. All right. So Morocco's pondering over the chests. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portia informs him that the correct casket will contain a picture of her. Mm. All right. So we're looking. For I'm her sorry. Picture. We're looking for her picture in a casket. It's like they call it a casket. They call it a chest. It's, it's a, a chest. It's, a chest. it's like three dragon eggs. No, I'm just kidding. It's like three. It's like three dragon eggs. <laughs> it's like though. three dragon eggs. So Portia turns around and says, "Where are my dragons?" And then what? <laughs> Wait. Let's play this game. Hold on, real quick. Mm-hmm. VJ, at this point, which casket would you choose? The middle one. Just the free. Do you get any hints, or are you supposed to just pick a color because you just like what color you like the best? Here are the hints. The hints are the lead chest says, Who chooseth me must give and hazard all he hath. The silver chest says, Who chooseth me shall get as much as he deserves. The golden chest says, who chooseth me shall gain what many men desire. Ooh, which them. one do you pick? Ooh. I don't, which one do you pick? I can't tell you because I already no, know. No, she, she knows oh. the answer. <laughs> Kate, which one do you pick? Or do you remember the answer? I barely remember. Then pick? I choose lead. You choose lead, why? Because I give up all I have for you. Aww. Everything else is gone. It's out of my life. Wait, well, but you. So you are in the lead. So, so, so gold is desire. <laughs> um, is no, uh, gold is yes, is what many men desire. And silver men is desire. what men, what men, what you deserve. So it's not going to be silver Correct. because deserve means that he sure. thinks he deserves her. Um, which, and then lead was what. Uh, was must give and hazard all he hath. And hazard? Keyword. Must hazard. give and... I would go with lead also because lead is about... Because that's the giving as opposed to getting, which I feel like is important mm-hmm. in a marriage, is you to give. In the words of Joey Tribbiani, it's all about I mean, giving and receiving and having oh, and sharing. And you must give to receive and have and share and what you have and share will be given and received. He decides that Portia is being such an awesome woman that there's no way that her... I can't say the words. There's no way that her photo is in the lead one because she's just... She's amazing. Dumb. So, and then he decides that, that it's probably in the gold one because gold has more value than silver. Mm, Dumb. No. So he picks the gold chest. That's wrong. He opens the gold chest. Uh, There is a skull in the gold chest with a letter that that is rolled up and put inside one of the eye sockets. (laughs) And it says, all that glisters is not gold. Gilded tombs do worms enfold. He loses. He immediately <laughs> leaves. Portia's like, what a fucking asshole. Guess he wasn't right for me anyway. What a dick. What if he was he just had a bad guess? It was a bad guess. But he wrong. It don't matter. I think that's rude. It's rude that he left so quickly. He didn't even say bye. He I just had so. his posse open the chest, was like, oh shit, I'm wrong. Bye. And he left. 
I mean, yeah. Well, because what's your follow-up? You like, they, you're just told you're going to die alone because you're in anymore. the wrong chest. What's gotta, your follow-up after that? Yeah. I guess that's true. I'm about to leave, too. <laughs> I, I don't know. I would at least be like, yo, sorry, girl. Pick the wrong chest, bitch. <laughs> what? See you But later. also, like, I feel like nice no, you're so does, calm right now. You would not be <laughs> Follow that up, though. Does what's in the chest Please. rotate? Because if you're Portia, then you can just start telling people what the wrong chests are and process of elimination. Someone will figure it out. Yes. But, but also, if you're Portia, and, and, that's what it is. If you're Portia, your father right died, yeah. and you dedicated yourself before your father died to uphold his memory yeah. and do what he's told you to do because we're talking 1500s nah. England See, and that's what Shakespeare I think wrote. instead of this what like, you should watch if is you're the, if you're Portia you're uh, thinking the right one will pick the right chest like I'm not just gonna tell everyone where this chest is be like if you're waiting for the one and this time that's what people are waiting for you're like the right one will come along and will naturally know to pick the chest that, that is right and uh, she probably she, and also no one's really been fucking doing it what were you saying, I think Mitch? instead of this story, what everybody should do is they should go watch the movie Penelope, where Christina Ricci <laughs> gets cursed with the pigs now, and only her true love, and only um, and only uh, somebody loving her just as she is with the pigs now can break the curse, and it's much better than the oh, fucking chests. No, it's not Shrek. It's called Penelope, about. and it's a great Penelope. movie. Penelope. I know Christina Ricci, she's great, but I've she's never great. seen that version of Shrek. That's different. It's not <laughs> Shrek. It is very different than Shrek. It's not Shrek because if it were Shrek, the other person would also have a pig nose. Yeah, he leaves. She's like, what a douche. Maybe someone someday will come who's awesome. Uh, Salarino and Salanio, uh, we're back to them. And they're talking about what has just transpired because in honesty... That's faster in a play than actually showing the shit that has transpired. So what has happened currently is Shylock has found out that his daughter is gone and has demanded a search of Antonio's ship. But the ship's already gone to Belmont, y'all. He he tells Shylock, like, look, that girl is not on that boat. Everything's fine. But Shylock doesn't really believe him. He's freaking the hell out. So then... Uh, they also discuss, Salarino and Solanio, that there's a ship that has just sunk off the coast of England. And nobody knows whose ship it is yet, but that has happened. They're concerned that it's Antonio's ship because they know that there's a lot of stuff that Antonio had just shipped out. It seems like a bad situation. Antonio, wait, Antonio. You keep going. They're also really concerned about this because they know that Antonio's been so sad recently. That's that. What's your what's your thing? You keep going. Okay, cool. So now we're back in Belmont and the Prince of Aragon is there. And the Prince of Aragon has hung out with Portia for a couple days and he's picking a chest, right? He's picking a chest. He's not one of the ones who ran away, he's picking one. So he picks the silver one because he's like, gold, too obvious. Lead, there's no way that, that the, the father of someone as beautiful and wonderful as Portia would have put her photo in a lead chest. There's no way. So he opens the silver chest. And inside is the picture of... A skull? A jester. So pretty much he's saying, whoever opens this chest is a fool. You've been fooled. You've been hoodwinked. You've been swingled. Which chest? The silk chest. Ah, see, because I knew, knew the chest is the chest. Who knows? Chest Who knows? We haven't got to the lead chest, y'all. We don't know Or yet. it's nothing. It's a ruse. Who knows? It may be all a clever ruse. So he had promised Portia beforehand that, like, look, I'm going to look in this chest. If it's the wrong chest, I'm going to peace out. It's just going to be real sad. I'm going to leave. So at least he tells her beforehand. It's a good move. Oh, that's he opens the chest. He's like, this sucks. We out. They leave. So Nerissa is like, hey, Portia, there's a new suitor here who's here for you. And she goes, God, I hope it's Bassanio. I like that guy. He was great. And that's the end of that scene. What the fuck, Shakespeare? Can I just say what the fuck, Shakespeare? 
we go back to Salarino and Solanio. They're talking again. And apparently it Solanio. was Antonio ship that sunk off of the coast of England, oh, y'all. It's Antonio ship. Shylock comes and is talking about how upset he is that Jessica is gone. He also tells the guys that Antonio, uh, bitch better have my money. So S and also S uh, are like, you're not gonna really take a pound of that guy's flesh, are you? Yes, and he was like, I'm motherfucking like, Damn straight, bitch. That's fucking right. That guy's a fucking asshole. I'm not fucking okay with it. He's a piece of shit. Uh, and then Hipster Shakespeare returns. I'm sorry, what? The return of Hipster Shakespeare. We talked about uh, this in Taming of the Shrew. I also believe this is a part of uh, of Shakespeare being kind of history. They start talking about how Jews and Christians are both, in essence, humans. And so they can both seek revenge for being mistreated. They're, they both feel the same way. They both, like, this is what you were talking about earlier, VJ, where it's like, if you prick us, do we not bleed? Yeah. Uh that is all a part of this whole situation. So um, they're talking about that. And the, and the the dudes, S&S, they agree. At, they're like, we're Christians, but we also agree that, like, you should be able to seek revenge because we're all just human beings. Um, so that all happens. And then Shylock's friend, Tubal, same as Tubal, oh, Tubal, Tubal comes in and S&S leaves. And he's like, That's and Tubal's like, I've been, tr- has been trying to track Jess. Uh, Shylock asks Tubal to go try to find out where Jess is. Um, Tubal says that he's found Jess in Genoa, but that he couldn't find her. He just knows that she has been there. Um, so uh, he also tells Shylock news from Genoa that another one of Antonio's ships has sunk. So Antonio's kind of fucked right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shylock is stoked about this. Shylock's like, this is perfect. This is everything I wanted to happen. Uh, and then he says that Antonio uh, will be arrested the day that he doesn't make the whole situation like like the day that Antonio doesn't pay him that money that day that those three months are up I got his maker he's gonna have to go to jail Bassanio is now picking a fucking chest and this was like this is when I started getting excited Bassanio is now picking a chest (laughs) obviously I know what happens it's Shakespeare it's not rocket science but still uh so Portia is like while you pick this chest I'm going to have my servants play you a song. Okay. So they're playing a song that's about, like, true love and how true love doesn't, like, have a money thing. Like, who cares about money? It's about true love. And it's kind of like a hint. And so... I cannot. Bassanio picks the lead chest. Inside is a picture of Portia that Bassanio is like, you were so much more beautiful in person. Goes a good shout. It was so cute. Uh, And then Nerissa gets Portia to agree that they will now have a double marriage because Portia, nope, Nerissa has now met Gritty. Nope. I'm sorry. Who? Gratiano. Becky, once once this podcast is over, I am am getting you Italian Rosetta Stone. I swear to God. Nerissa has met Gratiano. 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 They're also getting married, so they decide to have a double wedding. The more that we say it, it sounds like it should be a pizza place. Gratiano. that it actually is. They got a good grandma slice. Yeah, for what? You ready? For pizza? Yeah. For this. Oh. But That's then, a oh, geez. <laughs> immediately, Lorenzo, Jessica, and one of the S's, doesn't really matter who, come from arrive. The they come from Venice. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 we're hiding the cellar. Got it. I'm sorry, uh, is this hateful aid? Like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, that's a good... So, Salario uh, brings a letter from Antonio. That letter says this. 
Antonio is now in jail. He has been captured because he wasn't able to pay the money. And so what Antonio is saying, second, I think you're having a gay relationship, guys. He's just like, look, I don't care about you paying me back the money. I don't care about, you know, any of the bullshit. I don't care about dying because I'll probably die if he takes a pound of flesh from me. I just care about seeing you again. Bassiano. Yeah, this man's in love. He wants to see Bassiano again. He in love. He in love. There we go. So. so much to say. It's a lot. So Portia, upon hearing exactly what's happening, uh, sends sends Bassiano away and he's like she's like go he's your friend obviously if he's a friend of a person with as high a caliber um, as you are he deserves to have you see him one last time before he dies now Antonio pleads with Shylock to stop all of the stuff that's going Shylock is like fuck you that's very much it. Uh, so Antonio hopes that the Duke will let him off, uh, but that's probably not going to happen. Then Portia and Nerissa, because their hu- future husbands are gone, decide that they're going to go to a convent to uh, chill until their husbands get back. Aww, so cute. that's pretty much that. Isn't that cute? They're going to go to a convent. Uh, you're going to find out what happens next. Courtroom scene. Sorry. I'm bum, 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 I'll, I'll bum, take bum. that down, listeners. Sorry. Uh, courtroom scene. It's law and order. It's going to be great. Uh, so Bassanio begs Shylock to relent. And Shylock is like, fuck you. Uh, then the Duke waits for a, a doctor of law who's supposed to be coming to give their opinion on the whole matter. Um Nerissa and Portia, who are supposed to be in a convent, but are disguised as a clerk and the doctor of law, come into the courtroom. (laughs) Portia gives a small speech about being merciful to Shylock, telling Shylock, like, you should be merciful to this guy because being mercy is like being blessed twice. Because You're letting someone off the hook and you're also doing something that God would want you to do. So you're being blessed twice. Shylock is still like, fuck you. I don't want to do that. This is the worst. Also, that guy called me a dog and spit on me. So fuck everything. Which, to be fair, is kind of a fucked up thing to do. But you're also talking about murdering someone. Um, so then, uh, ba 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 Uh, Bassanio is now starting to offer Shylock more money. He's like, look, I'll give you twice the amount that Antonio was supposed to pay to let him off. All of this is my fault. He wouldn't have taken this from you, you know, if you hadn't, if you hadn't done all of, you know, if, if I didn't need this girl in my life. So like, it's my fault, like whatever. And then he starts, he offers him twice the amount and then he offers him three times the amount and Shylock is still like, it's the principle of the thing, motherfucker. Portia uh, tells Shylock, remember, still disguised as a lawyer, tells Shylock that he can go ahead and go to surgery and take that pound of flesh from Antonio, but only if he doesn't spill one drop of Antonio's blood. Because he needs a pound of flesh. Didn't say anything about blood. He also, and then she says, you cannot take one hair more than your flesh, than your one pound of flesh. And so, obviously at this point, Shylock is fucked. He's like, obviously I can't do this. Obviously you've done this just to screw me over. And they're like, well, it is what it is. And then Portia tells everyone, well, you know, Shylock, actually, all of the things you've done here is against the law because you're not supposed to harm anyone when they are you know, against a loan. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to hope for someone's death in our society. So you've broken the law. You actually should be on charge of death for this. And that means you should ask for mercy from the Duke. So Shylock finally backs down. The Duke is merciful to Shylock and says, we won't kill you. And they go on their merry way. Shylock is still fucking pissed, but Shylock has been thwarted. Portia, who is disguised as a lawyer, 
forces Bassanio to give her this ring that is super important to Portia's family that she has given to him as like a promise ring is like, here's a ring. You'll leave. You'll come back. It's really important to my family. So just promise me you'll never take it off. As in disguise as a lawyer, Portia goes, I need your ring uh, to settle the debts with Shylock. And he's like, no, I can't give it to you. And she makes him because she's a doctor of law. So then Portia and Nerissa on like, we'll say a red eye, if there was a red eye in ship terms, go back to Belmont and wait for Bassanio and Gra Gratiano, Graziano to come back. They come back and they're like, oh man, you wouldn't believe all of this stuff. And so then she like plays a trick on him where she's like, where's the ring I gave you? And they're like, what do you, this whole thing happened. It was crazy. And she's like, oh, you mean this ring? It's pretty cute. And then, uh, yeah, after that, uh, oh, Antonio comes with them, meets Portia in real life and it's great. And she, he like, makes a whole joke about the ring and is like, I'll pay you anything for the ring. It's really not Bassanio's fault. It's my fault. It's the whole thing, blah, blah, blah. And so it's all a joke. Portia and Nerissa come out as the joke. We all laugh as a sitcom family. <laughs> and the play is now over. Everyone's happy. Everyone's married. Except for the fact that I'm pretty sure Antonio is still trying to bang Bassanio and there's nothing he's going to be able to do about it. And Shylock's probably not too happy. Shylock's probably not so happy. It doesn't seem like they I care mean, about that, though. Shylock is Shylock has been fucked. Like, I don't know how you guys feel, but Shylock is just a Jewish man yeah. who has really been given the short end of the stick his whole life. He's trying to make an honest living. He's he's trying to make well, an honest living, but then he's he's really trying to get revenge. Like that's the part that sucks, but at the same time, is he warranted? That's the question. Go. I think he's warranted. <laughs> I think he's I think warranted, he's warranted in Shakespeare's play. life, but at I the think same he's time, I think he was played by the rules. You didn't you weren't giving me back money. You made you made a deal. You need to give me your pledge. Everybody hates him. He is Portia. made out to be not poor Jessica. Not poor Jessica like, I mean, she stole Jessica. her. She stole her dad's money. Like, damn but Jessica. Like, not poor Jessica. Damn, damn Jessica. Jessica. But at the same time, oh, I should go back to this part for just a second. I'm not going to cut it in. I'll just cut it to the after part anyway. But at first, I was like, wow, Lorenzo's a piece of shit. He really only gives a shit about Jessica because of her money. But there are a couple of scenes with Lorenzo and, Je with Lorenzo and Jessica where you see that he really does love the shit out of her. He loves her so much. And so that kind of, that gave me Lorenzo back. Originally, I was like, he's just in it for this chest of, chest of jewels and money. <laughs> but it seems as if he really does truly love the Jewess Jessica. Fun fact, go. VJ, do you have more you want to say about the VJ's, Becky's, whatever about analysis? How do you feel justified? about, well, I'm sure we'll talk more about, Sh yeah, Shylock justified. Um, here's the thing. He doesn't get justice. He does not. I also think that, yes, at the end of the day, <laughs> it's probably wisest just to take the money. Because, like, you, yes, he made a deal. He also was, like, being arguably object, like, openly racist while making said deal. Um... But once, once he gets, he should get his money, but then after he gets his money, they're like, oh, and also you should like ask for leniency. For what? What'd oh. he do? Shylock doesn't get the money. Oh, he never gets they his money? They fuck him over on the money. He never even gets the money? No, they fuck him over on the money as well. He doesn't Damn. get the money. Yeah. He doesn't get the money because they, because Portia is like, you're at fault for wanting to kill this guy. Like, that is against our rules. So, he doesn't even get the money. He gets completely shafted. His daughter leaves and completely renounces him. Uh, and he doesn't yeah. get the money. And nobody ever is like, hey, Antonio, you're a racist piece of shit. You're an anti-Semite. <laughs> like, nobody ever says that. It's kind of fucked up. But at the same time, there are uh, allusions 
the whole time to the fact that like people are just people yeah. and you shouldn't you should not hate this guy because he's Jewish but at the same time everybody does and those are the people who get whatever what they want in the end so I mean I, don't really I feel know like there's a lot there's always I feel like a lot to be said about like mercy versus justice in fact including on so yeah I could uh, I don't know it's hard to tell whether or not in the because I know that like in the play he's either like there's a lot of arguments, especially at the time, that he's supposed to be the villain. But I know that, like, a lot of times when people do this show, they make him a lot more, like, he's a lot more of a sympathetic character. So I don't yeah. really know. But I do think that he should have gotten his money. I think he should have at least gotten his money. He should have got his money or pound, or pound of flesh. flesh. I, think I don't he, think you let, I don't think you let him kill the guy. To Bassanio. Like, I that's the thing. The it's like, now he is out money. And nobody cares. Because these two girls dressed up as dudes hoodwinked everybody. But also, let's let's talk about Antonio and Bassanio. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they were... Uh, some shit was going on there. <laughs> it just seems like a really, really close relationship for their... Well, here's here's the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause it It's to not you. your dad. He's not Bassanio's dad. If he was, it would But here's the sense. other thing. Is you know how in the beginning of the play, Antonio's like, oh, I'm so sad. I'm just sad. I don't know why I'm sad. I'm just sad. Is he sad because he knows he can't marry who he arguably really wants to marry? Ooh! I think it's a good point. I think it's a stretch. We're reading books. However, I don't think it's a stretch. Fun fact. I think it's a stretch, but I don't. When when I lost my mind about Antonio in the beginning, because it was like, Antonio, then you begin. No. Fun fact of the day. That Antonio is the most used name in Shakespeare's plays. I did not know that. Antonio is used five times. Five, five different plays to do five Ooh. different plays. What are those plays? Apparently. What plays are they? Uh, Merchant of Venice, Much Ado, mm-hmm. Twelfth Night, mm-hmm. The Tempest, yep. and mm-hmm. Two Gentlemen of Verona. Mm-hmm. He is a gentleman Antonio in Verona. Antonio comes up in all those plays. Fun facts of the day as well. Antonio... Well, in Twelfth Night, there's a shipwreck. Yeah. And in The Tempest, there's a shipwreck. Yep, both of them. And in, what play did you just read? Merchant of Venice. Merchant of Venice, there's a shipwreck. There's two. There's two. All of them have something to do with Antonio. So Antonio's hey! just fucking up some Antonio ships. Antonio is also, Antonio is also, uh, I, I forgot the word. There's a theory that Antonio is also, not theory, it's, it's more like factual. And he's also a little bit into Sebastian in Twelfth Night. Oh yes, 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 that is a thing in Twelfth Night. Which could also like highlight the fact that him is relationship with Bassanio. Oh. That Ooh. comes up for Shakespeare. Don't know why he likes to make Antonio into men, but mm. Antonio seems to be the most and, and it's the most name used male and female. The so most, there are no women who are mentioned six times, is what you're saying, or five, five times. Five times, yeah. There are women who are mentioned three times. Yeah. But not no more than that. Wow. Pop Sonic of the week. Let's do Pop Sonic. Yes. Let's see if we can get this one. This one's a good one. Ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready, BJ? All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Shout out to Liz. She's not here. She's just like oh, really good at the shit. Good morrow, says this specture from thy past. May we discuss the sordid details of the times we shared. The scars we then amassed. And then the minutia of long lost love. Tis said, time heals all wounds. Although my heart still aches, despite the distant years endowed. I can't recall the ease youth did impart. Or life before the world did us to dull. I've sent these missives o'er a thousandfold. To give good moral Is it a thousand years? Nope. Shit. To give good moral here from far beyond and make amends for all the wrongs. Oh, uh, uh, it's Adele, it's Adele, it's Adele. Sim my love to your new lover. Treat Adele. your better. Oh, it's, uh, God, what is that? Uh-huh. Send my love to your new lover. No. For deeds thou do not pain thee anymore. Oh, is it someone? It's, it's is called it, Send My Love, right? It's not someone like you? 
Or is it hello? Oh, this is hello. This is hello. Hello, it's me. Oh, that was tricky. All right, guys. That was Drunk Shakes Podcast. Merchant of Venice, y'all. Uh, catch us next week where we'll be watching the Al Pacino yeah. version of this movie. Uh, right? That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. We might find a better one. We're not sure yet. As if there's a funny version of Merchant of Venice, let us know. No one's out in these streets repping Shylock. But also, I'm excited about it. He shall, she shall, she shall. Sure, she shall, she shall. Great. Bye.